what's cooking up in the kitchen? Am I smelling that soul food? Oh, yes, it is soul food. The spiritual food for your spiritual nourishment. And you know what? This food will never expire. Never expire? I need this food every day. You are listening to these spiritual-based podcasts. There are many podcasts, but this one here is to satisfy your soul, to feed your spiritual hunger. Are you hungry for God? Don't let your soul be hungry. No matter where you are, whatever you are doing now, at work, home, or on the go, you can still listen here and right now the uh, Soul Food Podcast. Don't let ever your soul to go hungry. It's time for some Soul Food. Someone told you that you wouldn't make it. Someone told you that you weren't capable. Someone told you that what you wanted wasn't for you. They will be proven wrong. There is a way out for you. And the last word belongs to the Lord. Food for Thought with Bishop Joshua. Hi there. Jesus said for us to love our enemies. Is it easy to love your enemy? No, it is not that easy. It is easy to love our friends, our loved ones. But imagine yourself loving somebody, someone that hurt your feelings, someone that destroyed your life, your marriage, someone that abused your son, someone that abused your daughter, Someone that put your son on drugs, your daughter on the street. It is not easy to love these people. But when you do so, you are saving yourself. You are loving yourself. Yes, I am talking about forgiveness. If you don't forgive, you suffer from cancer. Hey, you who do not forgive, you who hold grudges, you have a cancer. Grudges kills more than cancer because cancer kills the body, the physical, but grudges kills the soul. Let it go. Forgive and forget, and you are going to have a better, a brand new life. Food for Thought with Bishop Joshua. Do you need food for your soul? Don't stop listening. Soul Food has more to feed you. You are listening to Soul Food with Bishop Joshua. We'll be right back. If you have been enjoying this podcast, share it with a friend or family member.
somebody hurt you a year ago, 10 years ago, or a lifetime ago, and somehow deep down inside you can't shake it. Sometimes you say it never happened, but you know deep down inside it did happen. So you try to deny it and that doesn't work. You suppress it and somehow it keeps popping out and sometimes it pops out in an embarrassing fashion. You know that deep down inside something happened back there that you can really identify. In fact, you can point your finger to the person. And what seemingly was merely a little hurt in the beginning somehow is solidified like concrete in your mind. It's just there. It lays there. It hangs there. The burden of it is there. You'd like to shake it. You'd like to get rid of it, but somehow you just can't do it. You got hurt so badly that somehow you feel like I will never be able to overcome this. Well, I want to tell you, my friend, yes, you can. Because you see, if you don't overcome the hurts of the past, what you'll find out is this. Those hurts can do great, great harm to your life. So what we have to do is we have to decide how we're going to handle this hurt. Am I going to handle this hurt in such a way that it harms me in every aspect of my life? Or am I going to learn how to handle this hurt in such a fashion that I can take it and I can handle it properly and be able to learn something from it, glean something from it, grow up as a result of it, and not allow it to hurt me. Because God does not want us to respond to hurts in such a fashion that we are devastated in our life, lose our witness and our testimony, go through life bearing some kind of emotional baggage that we are never able to escape. to be focused on this word. I want you over there to be focused. We have this barrier between us that is called distance. I am not there, you are not here. But please, give ears to the voice of the Lord. Don't let no distraction, no one to distract you. Very well. Here on Matthew chapter 6, there on verse 12, Jesus taught us to pray the Lord's prayer and say, and forgive our debts as we also forgive our debtors. Is this word true for you? Is this message true for you? You always pray the Lord's prayer. Who prays the Lord's prayer? Who prays? Everybody does. But the question is, do you forgive others? Because you say, forgive our sins. I taught you last week how to acquire forgiveness from the Lord. Now you say, forgive our sins as we also forgive our debtors, those who sin against us. But if you do not forgive, how can the Lord forgive you? It's impossible. It is impossible. I don't mean that you will be a friend to that person anymore. The relationship, the friendship will no longer be the same. But for your own good, for your own salvation, when you release forgiveness, you are forgiving yourself. Let me put it this way. God forgave the serpent. God forgave Eve. God forgave Adam. 
But God took all of them out of the paradise. All of them had to suffer the consequences. When you forgive, it doesn't mean that you are going to be a friend of that person or waiting for the serpent to bite you again. That's not what I mean. But what I mean is that when you forgive, you are securing your salvation. It is not for that person, it's for yourself. Let me talk to the elderly, especially the elderly. Because of so many things you have been through in life, you hold grudges inside of your heart. Because of so many things you have been through in life, betrayals, people that tear on you, people that stole your money, people that raped your children, your son that despised you, your daughter that abandoned you. And because of that, your heart is full, full of grudges, hatred. You have the spirit of revenge. And while you keep this thing inside of you, you push God away from you. Once again, I say, it doesn't mean like somebody destroyed your credit, your name. I don't mean that you are going to give your name again to that person. I don't mean that. But for your own good, for you to feel lighter, you have to release forgiveness. Like somebody that is dead, your son, your daughter, your mother, you are still holding grudges against a dead person. Of course, you should not go to the cemetery, to the tomb, and ask for forgiveness because you are talking to stones, to sand, to ashes. But here in your mind, you decide to forgive. Your heart does not want to forgive. Your heart does not want to forgive. But here in your mind, you have to release forgiveness. You need to forgive. Now, he says here, we are going to move to verse 14. If you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. So, when you release forgiveness, your Father forgives you as well. If you do not release, you don't give forgiveness, your Heavenly Father will never forgive you. Last week you learned how to receive forgiveness. Today you are learning how to release forgiveness. Because that person that destroyed your life is not worthy of grudges. It's not worthy of you going to hell, die and going to hell because of him, because of her. I remember I was in a nursing home some years ago, back then in Houston, Texas. There was an old lady, a grandmother, and she told me, Bishop, I don't forgive my children. 
They have abandoned me here in this facility, nursery home. Throughout of my life, I worked two jobs to support my family, to send my children to school. Now that my children are grown up, they have their lives, they don't care about me. I understood where she came from, but I could not understand grudges. Then I said, Miss, while you are holding grudges, your son, your daughter, they are living their lives over there. And they are going to do it to somebody else. As for you, you are getting older. You are dying here in the nursing home. Release forgiveness. Forget about your son, your daughter. They dishonor you, disrespect you, they did evil, fine, that's their problem. As for you, live the rest of your days in peace. Live the rest of your days in peace, in peace. So my friends, live in peace, a peaceful life. Forget about your son, your daughter, your granddaughter, these people, forget about them. Keep yourself in peace. Keep your life in peace, you and God, God and you. Once again, I say, God expelled, removed the serpent, Eve and Adam from the paradise. From the paradise, they had to face the consequence. Everybody has to face their own consequence. Seeds, yields, fruits. So if you plant the seed, you are going to have the fruits. Right? So every battle you face, there are consequences. So I don't mean that now Eve had to hold the serpent in her arms. I don't mean now that they still have to remain in the paradise. So somebody stole you, destroyed your credit, your family, your life, your reputation, you forgive. I don't mean that you are going to be together with that person anymore. The scripture says two cannot be together if they are not in agreement. But I tell you, forgive for your own sake, for your own salvation.
afraid I've let you down Inside I doubt that you still love me But in your eyes there's only grace now You plead my cause You write my wrongs You break my chains You overcome You gave your life To give me listening in that's all the soul food we have to share today stay tuned for the next episode on soul food and keep your notifications on share this episode with your friends and family to feed their souls give the food that lasts forever <laughs>